something. Say something. Oh, I love you. 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 You know what? We'll talk. No, 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 no. Even better, don't say something. Show me that you love me. I'm just saying. No, man, like take out the trash tonight when we get home. Take out the trash. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I'll just take saying, out the I'm trash. Okay, okay. I'll take out okay, the trash. Okay. That's what <laughs> we want to talk about. Y'all, y'all twisted. Listen, that's what we're going to talk about you tonight with you guys. If you love somebody, say something, show them. Right? Let, right? You know what? So, Let, let's start with this. We need some help. Um, JD, come up here, bro. We just volunteer you to do something. Bro. Come up here, bro. Come up here. All right. Okay. Right here, so we can see you. Oops, right here, right here. That's probably a good spot. All right. So we're going to give you this backpack right here. All right. I mean, you're not keeping it. I'm just like. How's that feel? It's heavy? What's in there? What's in there? I don't know. Probably just life. Baggage. Stuff that, you know, sometimes happened to us that we just carrying around with us. It gets pretty mm -hmm. heavy. Life gets heavy, guys? Yeah. Are we carrying around a little bit of baggage on our backs? Yeah. Well, you know what? It doesn't stop there because life gets heavier. Bro, bro. You know? I got you back. We got two scenarios I, I here. Got We've got this friend and that friend. And sometimes we're this friend. Sometimes we're that friend. This friend right now is carrying baggage, right? What do you want when you're carrying baggage? Help, right? Yeah. His parents just got divorced. Bro, bro, I love you, bro. I got you. And then his grandma died. Bro, I'm here for you. Whatever you need. Then he really wanted to make that sports team, tried really hard, but didn't make the cut. Bro, listen, it's all good. You better than those people anyway. You, you got this, bro. You got it. So-called friends started spreading rumors about him in school, you know? Bro, listen. We know that ain't true, bro. They're just tripping. Did you like that girl? Was she cute? You really liked her? Your best friend took her, started dating her? Bro, listen. Don't, don't worry about her, bro. Don't, don't worry about her, bro. He, he ugly anyway, bro. And so is she. You don't need that, bro. You don't need that. And then, when it can't get any worse, life is set here, but then you're moving to another state. Ooh. And you're leaving next week, so start packing your bags. The dog's not going. Here, hold it right here. The dog stays behind. Your friends stay behind. Oh, oh, but then life keeps happening. It just, when it rains, it pours. You know, it just keeps happening. Where's that friend that loves you, that kept saying, I'm here for you? And you out here carrying all this baggage, getting wet. That sucks, bro. <laughs> what is a friend supposed to do? Listen, this, this is what I know. I, I'm that friend that kind of been saying all these things, right? And I kind of been backing away a little bit. Like, I got you, but I'm not really too close. You know what I mean? So now... I have the ability to help him. I have an umbrella. I have what he needs, but what, what am I going to do, right? I, I'm going I'm to help him. 
shoulder that weight off his shoulders. I know we've been this friend, but we've also been that friend. Right? I know we can look at our past. We can look at that friend that needed a text, that needed a little bit of advice. And we were too busy, caught up in our own situation to give our friend a hand. But we've also been in this place. And that's a lonely place to be. And so that's just what we want to talk about tonight with you guys. Man, so let me ask you a question. Has this ever happened to you? Yes. I, I know it has to me. Or have you done this to somebody else? Yes. I think we both can say we have been in both shoes at one time or another. Yeah. Yeah. Or have you ever been that guy that or somebody's come to you and said, bro, I almost called you, bro, this week. Yeah. Or like, bro, I almost texted you. Bro, that gets on my nerves. Because almost is not doing it's almost, why are you telling me now? So I can be like, oh, you're my friend. You were thinking about me? Almost, almost doesn't get it done. Almost is like, mm, I thought about it, but you weren't that important mm. to really do it. To know? follow through with it, right? Right, right. Or how about not just towards our friends? You know, we say we care about our friends. Let's follow through. But what about family members, siblings? You know, how about our parents? You guys love your parents? But what happens when your mom tells you to clean, clean your room and you start giving an attitude, right? I ain't going to look over there. I ain't going to look over there. You <laughs> so, start... you, so you're telling me just by cleaning your room, a small gesture like that can show love? Of course. Okay. Of course. You care about someone. You don't go the extra mile to make their life impossible, right? You do whatever it is that they need you to do. It is. Right. It could be just small. You know, this is just a thing for me. You know, I grew up with a single mom. You know, it was me and my two siblings. I learned early on that, man, my mom does a lot. She got a house to keep up, a mouth to feed. It will really help if I start just carrying a little weight around here. I mean, I'm not saying if you got both parents at home that you can't do nothing. You know what I mean? That just kind of was my experience. Like, I needed to, to step it up. You know, like at home, I have a honey-do list. Yes, you do. I mean. Do you do the honey-do list? All that says list? I have a list. Okay. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, say, I didn't say anything else. But the thing is, like, words, they don't mean much until you act. Not only do I have to show you or tell you that I love you, I also need to show you. Words can be empty. You, you, you ever picked up, like, a big tin can, just you bang on this super echo, there's nothing in there. It's like, it's empty. It's, it's like action speak what? Louder than words. Sometimes right? you got to, you know, I'm going to have to tell you i have to show you so to now we, we just want to hit two quick points that i think is going to benefit us to to just be able to be better friends and to be able to to love better number one love must be expressed in romans 12 10 he says love one another with brotherly affection outdo one another in showing another i love that outdo if i try to outdo you you try to do me. It's just like a competition. No, I'm going to do more for you. Right. You do that's a good me? competition. Yeah, it's like I'm going to do more for me. You're going to do more. So it's like yes. you get it. But that, that's a good outdoing. Yes. And what, what you're doing when you're wanting to outdo the other person is you're investing into that relationship. 
um, when we care about something, we invest in that. Are there any singers or musicians in the room playing an instrument? Yeah. Are you going to get better if you don't practice? No, right? Uh, do we have any dancers in the room? There we go. I'm Bro, sure you... I, I can sing. No, you can't. But, no. Um, <laughs> how about athletes? We got athletes in the room? You guys practice, right? Because you're going to invest time into what is important for you. You invest the time and you're going to produce something out of that. And it's the same thing with our relationships. You have to invest in what you want to get something out of. But you know what? I, I, I learned that I had to learn how to invest. You know what? What? Comfort kills. Ooh, kills what? It, everything. Your dreams, your <laughs> anything that wants to inspire you, you know, your goals. Um, I've been trying to lose weight for like a whole year now. <laughs> but I don't want to get up an hour earlier in the morning. So I'm comfortable. But I'm not reaching a goal. It's not that important to me then, right? If you have a goal, you're going to chase after that goal, right? So comfort kills. Don't, don't get comfortable. So you're saying that if I get too comfortable, it's going to kill my progress. It is. I'm not going to be able to go anywhere if I just get too comfortable right. and stay where I'm at. That's really good. One thing that, that I learned that some of this stuff doesn't come naturally. I had to, I had to learn to invest in a relationship. I used to be the kid. I'd be like, man, I don't want to be friends with nobody. I don't want to invest. I don't want to be bothered because if I start hanging out and showing interest, you know, then that means they're gonna bother me. They're gonna want stuff out of me. I, I don't, I don't want that. You know what I mean? So I had to learn to to be that guy that when I think about the text, I'm gonna send it. If if I'm gonna call, I'm gonna do it. If, if when we say a text or a call. Man, I'm not saying you got to send them a four-paragraph text. Just be like, yo, what's up? You know, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you got a great week. You know what I mean? Like, if they had to try us, bro, you know, I'm praying for you. I hope tomorrow goes well. Little things like that. Or just call them and be like, yo, what's up? You know, I hope you have anything. It doesn't have to be a whole um, long list of stuff you want to say. And there's something that I've noticed. Anytime that I feel the urge to text someone it happens to be at the moment that they needed the text the most. So if somebody's name comes to your mind, don't just let that slide by. That, mm -hmm. That's important. Um, you don't know what that text, simple text, hey, thinking about you, you don't know what that can do for someone. Mm -hmm. to, to me, stuff like that just doesn't happen in coincidence. I think God on purpose put that in your mind. Yeah. I, I texted somebody here a few weeks ago. I haven't seen this, pe this person in years. And I was like, man, I don't know. It's going to be weird. But I would just try to be obedient because I don't know what that's going to do to that person. You know what's crazy? I, you don't do it to expect anything in return either. You just do it because, you know what, I feel that I'm going to do it. They might say, okay, thank you. They might, they might ghost you. You know what I mean? They might leave you on red. I, I don't know. But just if you feel it, you have to do it. This is one, though, the people you love and care about need to know. Have you ever said, well, they know that I love them? Yeah, I know, but you still got to show it. You, you, you still got to express it, you know? Just knowing it's not enough, they, you have to show. Imagine this. Imagine having the best friend who never listened to what you have to say, right? You had great and exciting things to share, but then you pay any attention. How well would they actually know you? How strong do you think your friendship will grow? You know, I think that's the same with, with God. Absolutely. You can't go hang out with somebody one time 
not hang out with them again and be like, yeah, that's my boy. That's my best friend. You don't talk to them. You don't hang out with them. You don't have a relationship with them. It's the same thing with God. You know, we call ourselves so-called Christians, but we don't spend time with him. We don't dialogue with him. But when life comes, then we're questioning, where are you, God? Why are you not directing me? The problem is, how do you know when God wants to direct you if you don't even know his voice? You got to say that again for like the people in the back. I said, (laughs) how do you know when God wants to direct you if you don't recognize his voice? You know, that's so good because there's always so much noise around us. We got culture. We got so many things coming at us that if we don't learn to recognize God's voice, I'm not saying that you won't listen because I think eventually you will if you look for it. But I think it's going to be harder because really what we do in his speaking and we don't recognize it. And his voice is mixing up with culture voice, with our friend, with everything else that's going on. Think about it like this. If you have a dog, right? We all know Pastor Caleb loves Cardi, right? He'd be like, Cardi, he, he, right? Where's Pastor Liz? Somewhere I heard clapping. All right, there you go. But you know what I mean? Like, she knows. She hears that voice. She's coming. Or, or, even, or even a toddler. The mama calls. You know, it's, it's a recognizable voice. It's a voice of, like, comfort. Like, man, mama, daddy is here. It's the same thing. We have to just kind of, the more we, time we spend with God, the more we will recognize his voice. This is what I know, babe. Can I call you babe? You know, we just, you know, try to be a little sweet up here. Relationship will not go far if we don't invest. We will never get the best out of each other if, if we don't invest, if we don't look out for that. So we have to invest in that relationship. Point number two, love must be genuine. It must be sincere. Right? It must be true. Romans 12, 9 says this. Love must be free of hypocrisy. I mean, who, who loves that word? Exactly. Right? That Hypocrisy is somebody that says, I'm going to do this, or tells you not to do something, but then they do what they tell you not to do. Right? He says, detest what is evil, cling to what is good. See, love must not be self-seeking. It must not have an agenda. What's an agenda? Have a, a plan behind it. What, what, what can I get? It, it's like deceitful. It, it has, um, it's undisguised, sincere. But love cannot manipulate. You guys know what manipulate is? Forcing somebody to do something. Have you ever heard this? Girl, I'm just saying, bro. Like, if you love me. If I love you, what? I'm, I'm just saying. There is no if. In love. You know what I mean? You guys hear, or, or even, the, or even, you know, the, the girls could be like, yo, you know, what, what's up, dog? Like, if you love me, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you love me, or, but if you love me, you would do this. Okay. Right? Like, that is straight up trying to manipulate you right. because there, right. there is no ifs in love. Pretty much, I'm telling you, if you love me, then you would do this. No, that's not the way it works. You know, I love you because I want to love you, not based of what I can give you or you need to do this to show me. That's not how it works. Sure, you do stuff for people because you love them, but that's different because you do it out of your own heart. You should not be forced to do, you know, something for somebody, you know, in, quote, in love because that's not, that's just not the way it works. If it goes against your choice or what you believe is correct, 
you better start running. Mm -hmm. Run. Run for the hills because it's not going to last. This, in, in relationships, you know, it's like, it's like an investment, you know, or something that you put time into. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. A lot of things are going to happen. But friendships, true friendships are, are meant for the long term. That's right. For yep. the long term. I see it as this. I know I got a lot of athletes in the room, so you might be able to relate to this. When you go to the gym to work out and you want to build muscle, pain comes along with that, right? You can't get away with that. If there's pain, there's growth. Well, in our relationship, there's pain and growth, but there's different types of pain. That kind of pain that brings growth, I see it as my friend called me out on something that I was doing wrong. That's all right. Yeah, it stings. Yeah. It hurts a little bit, but it's going to produce growth. But then you have pain that's like a sprain. Mm -hmm. If you sprain something, it's not growing anything. It's actually going to stop you from being able to do what you want to do. That is somebody manipulating you, somebody talking about you behind your back. We need to learn to know the difference between good pain and bad pain. Bad pain is not good. Get out of that relationship. It could be a friendship, it could be a boyfriend, a girlfriend. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If it's not helping you grow, it's toxic. And we need to get rid of it. We need to learn to know the difference and pitch it. That's good. So what you're saying is like when I go to the gym and I wake up the next day because I'm trying to get those gains, but that's good pain. Yes. Right? My muscles are stretching. I know this is we saw at the other end. Right, right. Or, or sprain, like, man, you spray something, it sucks because you can't function right, right? You can't be on the field. You can't be on the court until that heals. And if you try to come back too quick or if you don't deal with it, you probably going to have lasting, long effects from that sprain. That's kind of how those bad pains are. We need to get rid of it, heal, and move on. Because if not, they're just going to linger, and we're just kind of going to carry that, that injury yep. pretty much yep. for, for, for a long time. I think it's important that we self-reflect, we do a self-check, and we do a friend check. So we want to go through some points here, and as we read them, think about it. Is this something that I'm doing in a relationship, or... Also, is this something that somebody in a relationship with me is doing towards me? So this is a self-check and a friend check. Manipulation is not what we want to go for. So what are some signs? One is that a manipulative person will never commit to something or someone unless they're getting benefit out of it. So you're saying unless I'm getting something out of this, I don't even want to do it. Right. So I want you to do all the work. Basically. And then I read the benefits. Basically. Hmm. It's a one-sided thing. That's foul, y'all. It's a one-sided that, thing. <laughs> that's foul. Or they have a hard time admitting and accepting that they're wrong. If you don't agree with them, don't simply ignore your opinion. Man, that is what we're living in right now. Like, I can't even respect you enough to hear what you have to say. Because I'm right. My opinion is the only one that matters. And I'm not saying you have to agree with them. I'm not saying that they're right. But hear them out. That's what friendship are. You have disagreement and you agree to disagree. That's right. That's right. Another one is they do not take anything seriously unless it's about them. When you go through something difficult, they will make you feel like you're an idiot mm -hmm. for even being upset about it. Like, it, like it's your fault. Like, yeah. Or, you know, you're going through a situation... And they think it's stupid. Why are you upset over that? 
That's so dumb. But they go through a situation and the whole world stops turning because they're going through it. So like if you recover somebody, they'd be like, stop being a baby. But they don't realize that could be the biggest thing happening in your life right now. It's like they have a different mindset. And because they don't understand you, they just judge you. They don't care, hmm. really. They are manipulators and control freaks. Their way is the only way regardless of who is affected by their actions. That is, that is rough. Yeah. Because it's like a one-man wrecking crew. Whatever I want, I don't care who I step on. I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to do what I want. All these four points that, that we read are they're, they're selfish. They're all self-serving. It's all about me. So what, what, what do I want to do? I don't care about anybody else. It's what I say, what I want, what's going to benefit me, what's going to take me to the next level, and I don't care who I leave behind or who I even step on to get there. I just, I just kind of want to go back to these two points quick. The first one was, if we love someone, we got to express it. We have to make sure that they know that we love them. Even if it's cleaning your room, y'all. Even if it's taking out the trash. You know what I mean? Even even if he's buying you your friend a cookie at lunch or whatever it is, you know what I mean? I don't know what they sell at school right now. Anything, any little lecture, um, gesture goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing that we want to point out is we're talking about relationships here, friendships with our family, whatever it may be. Um, we want you to be conscious of when you're in those relationships that you don't fall into being manipulated by someone, but you also don't fall into being that person. Um, and some of you tonight might be saying, you know, I've done, I've done the right. I've tried to be that best friend. I've tried to be a good daughter or son or sister or brother, but who's got my back? You know, some of you might be hurting tonight. You feel like somebody has dropped you along the way. And everything that you're hearing, you're like, this is what's been done to me, and I'm, I'm hurting because of it. There's one friend that will never ghost you, will respond to every text, every call. doesn't matter the time of day, the time of night. doesn't matter how long it's been since you've been in communication. He's always going to be there. He's always going to respond. Before we even existed, he already knew who you were and decided that he was going to send his son Jesus for you. That is real love. That is unconditional love. That is love that does not manipulate. That is love that was given freely for each and every one of us in this room. You know, 1 John 4.19 says this. We love because he first loved us. It's like, how can we learn how to love if we don't even know what love is? We love because he first loved us. Probably the most favorite Bible verse there is John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten. He loved, he loves us. And because he loves us first, we can love others. If we can all stand to our feet. You know, as, as I was, we were getting ready for this. I can relate to so many things that we talked about tonight. I have been there. I have been hurt. And I've also been that friend that have been selfish and look for things for my own gain. And I know I'm not the only one in this room. 
I know a lot of us have been through that. And tonight, I just want to pray for two different types. You know, you want to be a better friend. You want God to help you kind of change your ways so you can, you know, like me, I used to be selfish, be less selfish and be able to be a good friend. Or you've been hurt. You've been hurt and, and you need that healing for you to be able to trust again and, and, and be that friend. If you guys can close your eyes and bow your heads. If you're that friend that wants to do better, I just want you to be bold and raise your hand. No, no, nobody's looking. Nobody's looking. Yes. I see, I see you guys. God, we come to you tonight, Lord. We thank you for all the things that you have showed us tonight here. Lord, I pray for every student that raised their hand tonight, Lord. That they know it's also a process. That they know it's going to take time. Stuff is not going to come overnight. But also make them understand if they invest and they put the work in, it will come. If we stay connected to you, you will show us the way. Now, if you've been hurt before by a friend or a parent, this is not just a friendship. This could be a friend, a, a relationship with a boyfriend, girlfriend, with a parent, with, with a family member. If you have been hurt, or you have tried all these things that he hasn't worked. Again, I want you to raise your hand. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. God, I pray for healing, Lord. I pray that you give us the, the strength, the courage, and the wisdom to keep trying. I know we've been hurt, and I know we have been disappointed. But also, if there's no risk, there's no reward. Again, I know it hurts. But I pray that you will strip all of that away and they feel your love for us to be able to have real friendships again. Amen.